When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Anthony on air podcast poll question from the last time around. Have you received the text or meme with this guy on it? You see the answers there, Frankie C. 79% of people said yes. Who are these 21% that never got a text message with this guy? I have a feeling those 21% are the people sending the text messages. <laughs> they're not they're not receiving them because they're the culprits i've never gotten one because i'm too busy sending one on a daily basis is what you're saying i was gonna that. send them to me i have them all <laughs> anyway, why would i need them all right today's poll question more tiger king episodes are coming uh in one form or another are you gonna watch the next tiger king thing let us know in the comments below right now yes or no are you going to watch the next Tiger King thing? If you'd like to, you go to our Facebook page or Instagram. All our info uh, scrolls on the bottom here, and you could answer the poll directly if you want. We put it in our stories. Frank, there's a lot of Tiger King stuff today. By the way, Frankie sees back guest host, guest co-host. Hey. Uh, extraordinaire. Um, Ooh, I like that. Yeah, throw a little extraordinaire on the back of your title there, my man. You deserve I'll it. I'll take it. You've been extraordinary. Everything's extraordinary today because, you know, it's uh, Tiger King uh, just uh, lowered the bar, I think, for for everything. So everything's extraordinary. Why not? All right. Frank's alluding to the fact that yesterday during the coronavirus task force update, President Trump. No, wait, wait, wait. Just, I'm sorry. Okay. Repeat what you just said. Yesterday. <laughs> uh-huh. During the coronavirus task force press briefing. Okay, continue. <laughs> during the global pandemic is going to kill more people than anything else. By the way, we've surpassed 9-11 in terms of casualties. I mean, surpassed. Oh, like, like weeks ago, I but, feel. I, I mean, here in New York, we're like... It's, oh, in New York. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so serious business, of course. Uh, 423,000 coronavirus cases in the United States at the time of this question from a reporter to president to the leader of the free world this is okay. what okay hang on hang on is the submarine going down what's happening here it's okay we are baking brownies in the house oh, brownies <laughs> timer went off and my dog thinks that someone is trying to rob and murder us what kind of brownies regular chocolate baby I'm excited because I got um, my wife sent me on a shopping trip, which I'm going to fill you in on in a bit here. But um, I discovered she wanted me to get chocolate chips because she was going to make chocolate chip cookies. And I discovered mm -hmm. they sell Heath pieces. Um, like in what like, is a Heath? Yeah, my wife just asked me the same thing. I don't know, but I friggin love Heath more than anything. I what, love it's a cookie. Heath. No, it's like um, it's I, it, no, it's like a 
caramelly, um, like uh, nougaty. What's the word I'm looking for here? Heath. It's Heath. Yeah, I don't know. It's, Can you bring up heath. the Heath bag really quickly? I'm heath texting. is its own thing. It has its own. It's like saying it's what heath. is. Yeah. Uh, like what's vanilla? It's, I don't know. It's, it's vanilla. What's vanilla. It's vanilla. Heath is magical. Sure. Anyway, I've discovered yeah, Heath these. is not natural. Heath has to be made. Well, van does, well vanilla has to be made. It has to be grown. I guess vanilla. Well, vanilla is natural. Because it's grown. I guess so. Yeah. Heath is a made-up thing, but what the hell is it? It's magical. All right, let's see. If my wife okay. can spare two seconds, she's going <clears> to <throat> bring up the bag of Heath. I'm really excited to throw in a batch of cookies. Um, leader of the free world... Coronavirus Task Force reporter steps up and asks this question. Go ahead. Um, so it, one of the biggest rating hits um, of the coronavirus, aside from these briefings, has been a show on Netflix called uh, Tiger King. Yeah. And uh, the man who's the star of this is literally brings up Tiger King. By the way, by the way, slick report. I don't know who this reporter is. I really should have found out. Slick reporter pays the compliment to him before asking the question. Did you hear Besides these press oh, briefings, the ratings? yeah, yeah, because he was it's bragging like, the other day that the press briefings are. Do you think so? People I mean, aren't anything people aren't with... tuning in for the president, <laughs> right? But people anything. are tuning in because they're scared of this virus and want to know when it's going to end. So taking credit for this thing is the stupidest thing in the world. Do you think that other? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you think that other world leaders? are subject to this questioning like is the president of france gonna get this question you know what i mean no <laughs> no he's not only in america baby tiger king yeah and uh, the man who's the star of this is a former zoo owner who's serving a 22-year prison sentence uh, he's asking you for a pardon saying he was unfairly convicted um, your son yesterday jokingly said that uh, you know he was going to advocate for it, and I was wondering if you've seen the show and if you have any thoughts on uh, pardoning uh, Joe. Exotic. Which son? It must be Don. It, it I had a feeling it was Don. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> Just the utter, uh, the utter disappointment he has in his son Don. <laughs> Which son I was, was I it? Had a feeling it was that must guy. Must be Don. I had a feeling it was Don. Like I mean, if you're Don. How big of a piece of garbage do you feel like hearing that clip right now? That's, I lost shit. What was that? I was saying, if you're done, how big of a piece of garbage do you feel like hearing that being like, ugh, like just your dad's utter disappointment in you? I, I feel like it's a, it's a Wednesday for him. It's going to be maybe business as usual for, for the Trump family. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, right. it's going to be fine. Um, but this is where we are at a press briefing from the most powerful man in the universe <laughs> to the world. I thought He Man was the most about, powerful man in the universe. Okay, in the world. To America and the world regarding a deadly virus. We're talking about a reality show documentary. Yeah. yeah. Could ask but, anything. Or, Could ask. Um, how's the experimental drugs going? Uh, how are we doing on testing? Is there going to be a vaccine anytime soon? No, I know. I know what everybody wants to know. 
is will you give Joe Exotic a presidential pardon? That's the question. And you know, you know what's there. great is that he didn't even uh, say, oh, that's any normal person would have said, well, let's talk about the coronavirus. That's, you know, what we're here for. Yeah. But no, he jumped right in with, with well, I'll take a look and who, which son said that and let's talk about that. And, no, 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 he didn't. He kind of, he he did okay with it. He played it. Let's hear the, list. He let's he hear the rest of it. He didn't see it. God. Yeah. Uh, pardoning, uh, Joe which son? It must be Don. I had a feeling it was Don. Is that what he said? <laughs> I don't know. I know nothing about it. He has 22 years for what? What did he do? allegedly hired someone to murder an animal rights activist, but he said that he didn't do that. And he was... Do you think he didn't do it? Are you on his side? Here's the thing when you... He's a little too involved in this question. Well, here's the thing when you elect... This is what happens when you elect a reality game show star as president. This is his arena. He likes to entertain and play along. By the way... Nobody wants to sit up there and talk about death and pandemics and viruses. I think anybody would have welcomed the opportunity to play a little bit. And that's what he does. It literally, the whole entire thing is a minute and a half. So it's not like Trump really wasted a ton of time on this. But no, I think the, the big thing is on the reporter. The reporter oh, is. Yes. Yeah. But he did. Blame for that. He did play with him a little bit. Oh, my God. You're the greatest wife ever. Thank you, Cuddles. These, this is, look. Oh, English toffee uh, bits. All right, show me. Okay. What? What'd you say? I said, okay, show me what a heath is. The, so this is the bag. So people listening on the podcast. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, That's the bag. <laughs> That's it. It's Brits, bits, oh, brickle. So brickle, it's English toffee bits. That's what heath is. What is toffee? just another way of saying heath <laughs> no it's another word for heath Toffee? no i think heath is when you now we're gonna have to look this up um is another made-up word no toffee's a real thing this is my favorite well, is thing it? in the whole world like you know how people are like oh i love chocolate or you know what, what's like what's your what's your guilty pleasure pizza I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess so. But like, you know, some people are, I, I, I guess, I don't know. I feel like chocolate's a popular one. I, I would take, I could eat this whole bag of Heath. Like, I just, I love it. Is there chocolate in Heath? N no, it's like, it's just, it's, no, there's not. This is just to toffee bits. It's it's like just broken up. But it's like a, a it's it's brickle. It's like a whole huge sheet of brickle and they just break it up. I feel like we're, we're talking in circles here. What's brickle? Is it peanuts? <laughs> no, it's not. It's like a sugary. It's, they make it with sugar. It's heat. Um, this is uh, ingredients. Sugar, vegetable oil, sunflower oil. Boy, I tell you what, that sunflower oil is sneaky. It's in a lot of things, sunflower oil. Is it? Yeah. It is, but you never really see it, sunflower like, on the store shows. Yeah. yeah. When was the last time you had a, a call for sunflower oil, like, in a recipe? But yet, take a look at some stuff, especially candy. A lot of sunflower oil all around. Uh, butter. Um, almonds. Contains 2% or less of salt. 
soy and chocolate. So there's a smidge of chocolate in there, but it's not like you can see a bit of chocolate. It's just it, it makes the heat. It's like a it's like you if you're you're caramelizing sugar basically is what it is. It's basically a broken up candy bar. Yeah, it's it's caramelized sugar. It's delicious. And here well, it is chocolate in, in there. In bit form. Well, like like chocolate flavor, like you know, you could put a little chocolate in there, and you, it's okay. not going to change the, you know, the composition of it. Delicious, delicious. Like I'm going to have Heath cookies. I, I can't be more excited. It. I think it's fantastic. Sprinkle it on whatever you're eating. I just feel like Good my stuff. my, and and I, I don't mean to. I'm not trying to be thirsty here. But I feel like all of my favorite things are not easily accessible things. You know what I mean? Like, like caviar. <laughs> no, but like I like Heath over chocolate. Like, what's your favorite sport? Hockey. Hockey's like fourth. You know, what I mean? it's not basketball or football. You know what I mean? Like, it's not mainstream. All my stuff is always slightly a little off or a little bit more difficult to get to. I don't know why that is. Like Dave Matthews. Dave. Yeah, Dave Matthews. Yes. Little, little off. Little off. Not exactly the most popular, most easily consumable, you know, musician. Right. Uh, you're an odd bird. I think I am. I, I'm trying to think of something where I'm like down the middle. I love it. Um, uh, I mean, baseball, Mets. No, I do like all those things, but like my absolute favorite. I could watch 20 hours of hockey straight. I, I couldn't do that for baseball, yeah. you know. I never get sick. No, of I hockey. can't do. I can't listen to talk sports talk. Really? Oh, I can't do it. See, I like talk. I like what we're doing. What I think is a lot of this doesn't exist in mainstream media anymore, but sports talk does, which is why sports talk dominates. I think what you're going to say is you can't hear people talk about the same thing over and over and over again. No, like, no, no. I think because it's. Because it's like it's, they bring up a name and they go, "Well, he had this many hits." I'm like, "Who cares?" Unless I'm gambling on this stuff, why would I care? Spoken like a true gambler. Well, yeah, maybe. Just give me the odds on the game tonight, a, man. That's all there is. I might have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> might? I don't. I don't have a problem. I like how there was a second solicitation in our group of friends to get a poker game going while this pandemic is happening. Yeah, I mean, how many how many poker games can I play in one night? Uh, probably a it. lot. I like the idea of this one, though, because this one sounds like it's going to be easier to play than the other one that we were in. But anyway, I digress. Back to President Trump. A pardon? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not advocating anything. As a reporter, yes. you're not allowed to do that. You'd be criticized by these. Would you recommend a pardon? I'm not weighing in on Tiger King. I don't think you would. <laughs> he asked another reporter. The other reporter goes, I'm not weighing in on Tiger King. That was my, that's amazing. I go back. Good. Who's that reporter? Applaud him. You would. I don't think you would. Go ahead. You have a question? I'll take I would raise my hand. Is that Joe Exotic? That's yeah. Joe Exotic? See, so he goes, because the, the, the other reporter goes, I do like Joe Exotic, though. And he goes, and Trump goes, is that Joe Exotic? So the, the name of Joe Exotic proceeds. Like, so clearly the president hasn't watched this. And thank God, because he should not have seven hours to to digest uh, Tiger King. Um, but, he does, though, but that's but, another story. But he's heard he's heard of Joe Exotic, so it's out there. It's in it's in the lexicon. Of it's course, no, I can't 
of course he's going to run across that. That makes sense. Yeah. It's one of the most popular things. You think he's run across the, uh, uh, what's his name? Wood? I would have to say so, yeah. I, I, I think that See, somebody... I think that's just as valid a question. If someone in that audience stood up and asked him, have you seen this this <laughs> meme going around of this guy who's naked and and just... A, I, that's just as valid. If, why can't someone ask that question? Uh, Mr. President, have you seen this gentleman? Have you sent a text message with this gentleman? Uh, uh, who, who is that? Uh, should I pardon him? What's happening? He'd be like, Wood? No, I haven't said I don't know anything about Wood. <laughs> <laughs> you mean this guy? Hands out his phone. You think the president is... I would love to know. And by the way, this is not specific to this president. I guess probably Obama, Bush... Probably Bush, Obama, and... And Trump would be the would be the only one. Like, what were their text messages like? Like, you I think, think it's they got a personal one, probably with their family. They have two phones, I believe. Do they? Because I know that they ha I know that they have a White House security issued phone. I know that. Right. Like, and they I have think they have maybe a, a a family one because they have to talk to their kids and stuff. Yeah, but I think they have to talk to their kids on the. Every, every communication has to be I think so under, I guess so hey maybe it's a different life you're living a different life yeah everything is under a microscope because if somebody like hacks into the phone and like figures out like I don't know a kid's number or something then can yeah. you, like you can't have that happen and all anybody he texts with has to be secured too right I think so I, I think all of government that's why they have to use that's why there was email controversy with Clinton they have to use the government issued email that's protected so that you can't have foreign entities like hacking into it, you know? Right. I wonder. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder if he has an iPhone or. I think it's an iPhone. They showed. I saw a picture of it once. I can't remember, but they. There is a picture of him holding the phone and it's something. I think it might be an iPhone, but don't quote me on that. Yeah, I think it's an. I thought I saw it once. It was like an iPhone, but it had like a thing on it. Maybe there's some kind of government blocking thing on it. I think so. I think so. All right, now this says. Um, according to The Verge in March of 2017, it said that President Trump is now using an iPhone. So, okay. I wonder, it's like, is that their choice? Like, do, does a president get to decide, like, if they get an iPhone or an Android? Probably. They probably go with whatever's the most secure. Yeah. Whatever they're set up. With. Okay. Because what computers do they use in the White House? President Trump. Do they use a have, Mac? That's a good question. I wonder if they use Mac. I would, I would hate Windows. I would love to use a Mac. Oh, uh, Mac. You got to use Mac. I don't know. I need that left click. I got a left click. You, right can left, click. you can right click on the Mac. Right click. Yeah, you can right click on the Mac. It's not. It's not. Um. It's not a default setting, but you can do it. You can set it up to do it. It's really easy to do. No, um, no, President Trump okay. has finally traded his old and unsecured Android phone for a new iPhone. White House Director of Social Media Dan Scavino Jr. tweeted tonight that Trump had switched to the Apple device saying that he had been using it for the past couple of weeks and confirming that Twitter messages marked as coming from an iPhone 
were indeed from the president himself. Twitter users noticed that some of Trump's tweets appeared to be sent over. Does it tell you where it's sent from? An iPhone? Really? I never noticed that. Yeah, under each tweet, it would say from an Android, from an iPhone. That's weird. Who cares? Sure. That needs to be presented on. Uh, report from 9to5Mac in May of 2018. President Trump uses two iPhones, one just for Twitter, but doesn't follow security protocols. Wah, wah. I bet it's whatever their security is set up for that's what they got to use but that's what mac is known for like and and i apple like they're so much more secure than like i never Maybe. get viruses or anything on my on my mac you know well i have an android and i never get anything you know yeah anyway we really but went off the rails Android's on this fine. i've been happy with it <laughs> yeah, a little bit what were we talking about tiger king um yeah, but it's just it, it it's weird and it's it's a sign of our times of how bizarre things have gotten that you have the most serious thing, the most deadly thing to affect this country in a super super long time and you have a reporter who's like, "Oh, let me ask a question about Tiger King." And what's weird is and because I always like to, you know, kind of self-evaluate here, it's the story of the day. It's kind of what everybody's talking about. And so, like, on the one hand, you can, like, appreciate the levity of the situation. Like, I'm kind of happy that the guy asked the question. Sure. Gives us something to talk about. It's kind of fun and distracting. But at the same time, you're kind of like, you know, again, does the president of France have to deal with this? Does the Spain's leadership group or, you know, is Justin Trudeau answering Tiger King questions in press conferences right now? And maybe they are, I, you know. Maybe they have their dumb yeah, questions. They have, yeah, they have a, a conference every day. So one, a question here or there about something goofy is not the end of the world. It's fine. But um, you know, I would ask, hey, are we all gonna are we all gonna die? What's what, what are we doing here? <laughs> Can you help us, please? <laughs> but I'm trying to like think What's... back too, and like if you go back to like Obama and Bush, like. I feel like they were answering questions about the Kardashians at some point sure or were. another, right? Didn't Absolutely. somebody ask Obama if what they thought about Kanye and he called him a jackass? Remember that? That was, yes. And it wasn't during a press conference. I think it was just an it was, aside. Kind it of was thing. a one-on-one -on -one interview thing. Yeah. In fact, didn't Bush. But it was like a cameraman or someone asked him. Didn't Bush shit on Kanye too? Or was that the other way around? I can't remember now. Oh, the other way around. Kanye said something about, but it said uh, Bush hates black people live <laughs> on TV. That's right. During. That's right. Uh, standing next to Mike Myers for some reason. That's right. I remember I Mike Myers' face. Like he was like, he was like, "This is happening right now." For what? <laughs> oh, for hurricane relief. That's right. It was that's for right. Hurricane. Yeah. Poor Mike Myers is standing uh, like a deer in headlights. Yeah, he was caught. <laughs> Oh, he was like, he was like, this is not on the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> um, isn't that weird that the last three presidents have had something to do in some way, shape, or form with Kanye West? What is going on with that? That's well, Kanye is one of the big uh, celebrities during these last few presidents. What you, you know, like Tom Hanks, I'm sure had something to do with each one in some way. Yeah. Well, yeah, I you guess know, Beyonce. I guess so. uh, they all. Have you know? I've been asked or or has said something about each one. Okay, you know. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, 
I love this investigation discovery. You know the the channel investigation discovery sure. ID. They've hopped on and they have decided to do a sequel to Netflix's Tiger King. Um, I'm out of here. Where they where they're going to <laughs> they're going to focus on Carol Baskin, who is a part of Tiger King in the documentary and the disappearance of her husband. So they're going to do a whole, I'm guessing probably several part series um, on just that portion of this Tiger King story. But what do you think about Investigation Discovery kind of scooping in and taking a little of the thunder from Netflix? I guess they can do that, right? It's not like they have rights on a criminal case you know they yeah. have, they could investigate whatever they want i guess right it's kind of a boss move uh to come in and be like you guys have not protected this property we see an opening and we're going to scoop in and take it and you know investigation discovery they do a lot they do all the famous stuff so this is this makes sense yeah and they do those you awful know? recreations that that provide good quality jobs to actors who can't get a, get a rich job. They do. I wonder how they're going to do it nowadays. It's going to be social, everybody's socially distant. Yeah, they'll figure out a way to do it. I feel like I know like seven people that have been in recreations on these like documentary style shows. They're always ridiculous. Yeah. They never, I mean, I, I appreciate it. It helps visualize everything, but every now and then you come across a goofy one. They're all goofy. They all lose me. Um, HBO's McMillions. It was the same. They, they guess I guess they had to kind of fill in some of the gaps and they had some of these and they were all because you're looking at the real people and then you're looking in the next frame at the recreation. And it's that's true. It's awful. It never matches up. It's never good. Um, so uh, investigation discovery cucking, as the kids say, as the cool kids say. The uh, the kids over at Do Netflix. Cool kids say that. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, they're cuckolding them. Yeah, I don't know any kids that would say that, but that's well, okay. You're not you're not at the cool tables <laughs> like I am. That's why. That's true. Um, Tiger King's co-creator Rebecca Chacklin said that uh, there was a ton of racist language used by Joe Exotic that had to be cut from the show. <laughs> No. <laughs> Surprising no one. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the real name, blah, 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 blah. Speaking to the Hollywood when Reporter. When this comes out, is there going to be like a DVD extra kind of thing? That would be, that would sell, like, in a, that would sell out in, in a second. Well, I mean, it's probably going to be whatever this Netflix, Netflix is going to throw out in this new episode that they're just waiting to drop on all of us. Um, which I hope is not this Saturday at eight o'clock during our live broadcast. Because what a segue that, that was! That would not be good. Uh, live podcast, by the way, Saturday eight o'clock, right here during our uh, at our normal channels, Facebook and YouTube. We're going to actually be coming to you live. We'll be able to answer your questions. We'll be able to see your comments, and uh, you'll be able to actually interact with the show, which will be fun. We're doing this in conjunction with Eight O'clock Shot. The Facebook group that's been tremendous. We'll have some of those guys and gals on. And uh, we're calling it the Ice Cream Social Distancing. Alcohol Consumed Also. 
in the vein of uh, The Office and uh, Laverne's Pies, Tires Fixed also. That's one of those things that <laughs> always just kind of stuck in my head and I could never get it out. And whenever like my wife and I were going to like go somewhere, we would be like, we, you know, we, we have to go to the store and then we are there. And then, um, I don't know, maybe we have time. We'll go to Laverne's Pies. And then the other one will always say tires fixed also. You bunch of losers. <laughs> we are. We're big fat losers. But it always made me laugh. Uh, and that I always thought it was so funny the way they said it. And I was like, when we had the idea to do this live podcast, which we've done live podcasts before, but never in this form, never during quarantine. I was like, we're going to we're going to name it. Laverne, you know, we're going to name it having something to do with, you know, Laverne's pies, tires fixed also. It's perfect. I'm looking forward to it, although I have not gotten my ice cream yet. So I might just stick to the alcohol being consumed. There you go. Well, that's the beautiful part. Ice cream, alcohol, Laverne's pies, uh, Heath cookies, you know, you're cooking up some brownies over there. Frankie C brownies are good. I don't think they'll last till Saturday. It probably not. It, what is it? Thursday? Yeah, no, it's not gonna happen. No. My wife last week made a cake on Friday. It didn't. It 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 didn't make it to Monday. The whole cake. <laughs> nope. Because once every, something's made, it's fresh, and you just don't. You don't want to start opening stuff. This is out. It's there. Yeah. Do you mean Laverne's? So pies Saturday should be nice. Yes. What time are we doing at? Eight Do o'clock. Laverne's pies tires. Yeah, we're doing it. Uh, did I talk over something? I didn't hear. It. You I'm did. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, it's not that loud. Yes. Do you mean Laverne's Pies Tires Fixed also? Yes. <laughs> oh, Jim. Oh, uh, Jim is the best. Wait, I think I have another Mike one. Mike is the best. Mike Michael. Scott? Yep. We could talk about who's your favorite office character on, on Saturday. Gotta be Michael, Michael Scott. I'll, say, I'll Scott, save my opinion. Laverne's Pies Tires Fixed also. <laughs> Stop! Laverne's Pies Tires Fixed also. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great name because you can totally picture like how many how many things have you ever passed in your lifetime that that said blah 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 also like you know it's that's just, true it's a great when chinese did you start? food will change your oil too what <laughs> yeah it's true when did you start watching the office i don't remember you being a big office guy you know i watched uh the first Four, three or four seasons of it uh, a few months ago. I haven't finished it. Oh, so good. Yeah, no, I got to finish that that show. It's it is great. Wait until. But you... I'm not looking forward to Michael Scott leaving. I know he leaves at some point. You know what? It's it's still it's not one of those show. It's it's still good. Like it really, they maintain. You know. I feel like he's the whole show, though. He's he's at least seventy five percent of the show. He's phenomenal. But wait until you get to D'Angelo Vickers. When you get to D'Angelo Vickers, you're gonna come. Right. You're gonna get to a whole new appreciation for this uh, this little show here. So Saturday night, um, looking forward to the live podcast. It should be a lot of fun, and um, everybody will will be right, able man. to participate, which is great. I hear we have a lot of uh, a lot of our people showing up too during this thing. I'll, we have uh, Cuddles is going to be there. We have a few people from our social group. I think are they? Yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah, 
I Janine has been like dying. Janine like literally watches every podcast. So we got to get so her. So sorry on. for her. <laughs> She's like, I really enjoy the podcast. I'm like, you gotta, you gotta find Good. something better to do with your life. <laughs> yeah, why? No, I appreciate no. everybody that watches it. You know, I'm getting messages at all all hours of the night, like, and in the morning, people just commenting along. That's why this is going to be really Love fun. It. Yeah, the support's been phenomenal. But that's why this is going to be really fun because we'll be able to to actually comment back live. And um, if it goes good, and I'm anticipating probably a lot of technical issues, but if it does actually, we do pull it off, uh, maybe we'll do some more of those, which should be good. The technical issues will be fun. You know, I think we should do the whole podcast like this. Wait, let's see. Can we look at each other this way? Do you want to? I think I have to go this way, like this. Are you the wrong way? No. You I'm have not. to go to your left? Or I think, no, yeah. I'm, I should be facing so. you. Like doing your no, wait, hold on a second. You're right. It's this I way. I can't really say. I think. No, no, no. On my side, it's the other way. <laughs> People are going to be tuning in and be like, why are these guys facing the same direction? Are these guys waiting online? <laughs> We're facing the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> we should do it like that. That would be good. <laughs> you know, you brought up Chinese like food. I, I miss Chinese food. Oh, I don't know what. I do too. Is your Chinese food place open near you? Mine's closed. Um, I think it's closed, but it's... Um, it's so good that place they just got literally four months before everything new owners and everything was like redone and it was nice and all new like the food was great and it just and i miss it i want to go get some but i can't there is nothing better than a new restaurant just nothing yeah. better like everybody this is new owners yeah but yeah, it's they redid same thing. everything yeah, the, same the thing. way you, they do it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um why are all the Chinese food places closed? Is that does that have to do with I'm sure it's I mean, I don't know. I maybe it's just this one. I'm not sure. It could be case you know, case by case basis. Not sure. I thought it was just it's mine. A lot of it's walk up. Yeah, I thought it was just mine and then I thought, oh, maybe they don't wanna, you know, chance it because like a lot of restaurants stayed open, but a lot of restaurants just closed. And then yeah, so. somebody said to me, then I was shopping one day at my King Cullen and the, one of the Chinese places workers was in there like trying to buy stuff because, and I only knew that because she had asked for something and I didn't hear her ask for something, but I heard like the King Cullen person go, Oh, are you from the Chinese food place? And she was like, yeah. And I guess they were looking for something and they couldn't find it. And then, boom, closed. And then somebody cool. else mentioned to me, like, oh, all the Chinese food places are closed. And I'm like, that can't be. And so now you're telling me yours is. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that. They might they might have opened. They might be open. When I passed it, they were closed. But it could be different hours. Not 100% sure on that. Uh, let's see here. This is from the Today Show. Amid coronavirus panic, Chinese restaurants in the U.S. are emptier, oh, uh, emptier than ever. Many Chinese restaurants across the country have been hit hard by what one New York City council member describes as racist fear-mongering. Yeah, is it racist fear-mongering? I don't... I mean... I know there was a lot of stuff going on in the Chinese... I don't want to get into all that. The Chinese virus and all that. I just... I find it well, weird. Open. I just looked up my... Place by me, they're open. They're open now because mine was closed and I'm dying for some Lomain. It says, yeah, delivery and takeout, but uh, no dining. You can't go there and eat there. I went to go get uh, booze because I had my shopping trip yesterday 
and um, the the liquor store, they wouldn't even let people. There was a sign on the door that said, and I could see the guy. <laughs> I could see the guy. And the sign was like, call this number to place your order. And I yeah, went. Yeah, you can't go in anymore. You cannot go into the liquor store. And I was like, I went to go reach for the thing and it was locked. Because it said, I, I was walking up into the thing. Maybe I was being stupid here, Frank. You tell me. I'm walking up to the thing, and I see this. I call in your order. But I went for the door anyway because I looked in the store, and there was nobody in there. And I'm like, there's nobody in there. So if one person goes in, like, we should be okay. But Yeah, but they can't control the one person going in and then another person coming in. Yeah, I get they it. They have to be able to control it. I get Plus, it. they're going to interact with you. They're they're there just so they could have a base of operation to do the, like the takeouts and all that and the deliveries and stuff. Yeah, they can't have just people coming in and out. And then so a woman came up like right behind me and she was like, "Oh, you got to call the number." And I was like, "You're kidding!" So I went to go get my phone, and she could have skipped me. She could have dialed the number first because she had her phone with her, but she was nice enough to like. And then I so I asked for what I was ordering, and he was like, "Okay," and it was so weird to see. <laughs> It was funny. I call. I got him on speakerphone. He answers. He goes, "Which one of you did I get?" Because he's looking at the both of us. Uh, and I'm like, "You got the guy." A, yeah. How did How did you know? Yeah. What gave it away? So he's like, "What do you want?" And then I felt the need to like give her my phone so that she could just do her order. But then I was like, I, "I can't do, do that." <laughs> yeah, I felt. But I, you have to stay stay apart. We were we were apart, but it was like on speakerphone, and and I. I said to her, I go, I said, I go, I was going to give you my phone, but I, I, that's not okay to do. And she's like, no, it's okay. She was like, I, I wasn't going to just ask him a quick question because she was looking for a specific type of margarita mix or something or whatever she was looking. No, uh, Bloody Mary mix. Um, but she did ask him when he came out to put the, the bottle in. He had like a little basket outside and he put the bottle in the basket outside and it was doubly bizarre because now I'm like, I just want to, I'm going to tell you my whole shopping story, but I just want to go home at this point. And she's asking him a question. And now she, we've formed a triangle where I can't break the barrier because then I would be violating the six feet rule. So now I'm just standing there staring at the booze going, oh, can you please just end this so I can grab this and just go <laughs> home? Um, so that was like my, my little moment yesterday. But let me tell you about my embarrassing moment yesterday. Um, at the, um, I had to go out and I'm trying not to leave the house at all. Last week I went out and bought two weeks worth of food and we ran out in a week. <laughs> we ate everything. So we were, we kind of could last another couple of days, but I didn't want to go shopping on the weekend. Why? I don't know, but I felt like if I could avoid a weekend shopping trip, I'm going to try and avoid it. Agreed. Right. Isn't that weird? You still feel like, no, that's. I did the same thing. Um, but when I went shopping, I was like, no, I'm not going on a Saturday or Sunday. Why would I do that? Chances are just, I feel like everybody's going to try to do that. And because people are working during the days too. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it sounds so dumb, but it, you're right. Cause you, even if people are working all day long, that's going to, the odds are there's going to be a little bit more people there Saturday than there are on a Wednesday. Right. Agree. So, um, so I'm like, you know what? We have a couple more days, but let me go now that combined with my son, they changed the curriculum stuff back and forth so many times mm -hmm. on how they're going to teach this kid 
his alphabet at home. You know, he's four, so it's not like it's like algebra. But um, I had to print out all this new stuff. Plug in the printer that I haven't printed anything in in like five years. It's not working. So now I'm kind of like, I go through the cleaning thing. I do the whole nine yards. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's the fact that this ink has been sitting there not doing anything for five years, just drying. That could be the issue. All right. Order some ink. We learned that Target has ink and you can order it, pay for it, and just go and pick it up. So I'm like, great. Now I got to go to Riverhead, which I really didn't want to do because that's kind of like a bigger town. I couldn't say city. Sure. More populated. More populated, which I'm trying to avoid. Like, I don't mind going to my local grocery store because there's friggin' nobody lives here. So it's kind of like a safe thing, you know? Um, Right. Even though it's all not really that safe. But so anyway, all right, fine. Go Go to Riverhead, get the ink. I had to go to the bank to deposit a check that was undepositable through my mobile thing. Do that. I left yesterday. Now, yesterday, there were there were two uh, two seasons yesterday. There was winter in the morning and then summer in the afternoon. But I left the house in like a, a, a heavy hoodie and I got the mask on. You know, I'm doing the whole nine yards. So I'm running around. I get to King Cullen. You know, it took me two hours to go shopping yesterday. Two hours. Did you see the photo of my uh, cart? Um, I. It was. Did. Why did it take two hours, though? Just to go. This is what I got. For those of you listening on the podcast, again, this is going to be a. It's going to be a visual thing that you could check out on the YouTube channel or the Facebook channel. Look at that. Look at that cart. That's, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff. That took two hours. To go through Why the list. Hours? Dude, you got to fly, man. You got to up and down, get your stuff, and go. I feel like Kramer in the shower uh, episode. Like, <laughs> You got to streamline your, your procedure, buddy. Dude, <laughs> D made the list for me, right? Because we're still kind of shopping for some of the senior people around here. D made the list for me. She literally organized it by aisle so that I can go from one side of the store to the other considerate she's amazing she goes through this whole thing like i can't even tell you it was so good let me just tell you how much of a dick i am she organizes this whole thing i'm in the dairy section she put milk and then she put cheese so i had already passed the cheese to get the milk i had to go back and get the cheese and i was like what is wrong with her (laughs) you're a dick you really hard. I was mad in the store. I was like, how could she screw this up? <laughs> At least you acknowledge that you're a dick. Oh, I mean, that's such a dick. I was that's such a, a dick move. But I was so, like, already, like, I'm running around. And here's what's weird. Like, full disclosure, and I wish I was a tougher guy. Have you gone, you've gone out, you've gone shopping during this, right? Yeah. It's kind of a little, uh... I'm not an anxiety guy. I don't really get panic attacks or anything like that, but it's very anxiety ridden going shopping. Everybody's kind of, kind of on edge. Yeah. Um, and the way everybody knows there's like a silent anxiety that everybody has. Yeah. We're all kind of looking at each other going, you know, this is what it is now. 
No, see, and I'm looking at apart. I'm looking going, that guy has it, and I gotta stay away from that guy right uh, there. Okay. That guy looks like he's got it. He has COVID nineteen written all over his face. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, When was the last time that guy shaved? He definitely has it. And I look like freaking Wolfman Jack over here. Oh, you, so that's the other thing. Beards are like traps for that stuff. I know. And and um and the mask doesn't help. It doesn't help. Either. I know. I know. I, but I, I know the mask doesn't help, but I still wore the mask. Even with the, I still did my best. I had this, I had this other like high end mask. I don't know what it is, but it had like a rubber seal around it. So it felt like, you know, again, you feel like something is better than nothing in that scenario, you know? But mm-hmm. like, I have this, like, I already have the little bit of the germaphobe thing. So in my head, like, if I see somebody touch something, I don't want to touch it. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's what it is now. I when I went, I had gloves on, you know, and I would touch whatever. But I also had at the car, I had Clorox wipes, and I would wipe everything, the bags. My I'd take the 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 gloves off and then wrap them in the Clorox and throw them in the dumpster. Yeah, and it's it's you got to go through a whole procedure now. But in my head, I'm like, like if I if I pick something up, I'm like, okay, there it, it's it's right here. Here it is. The, the 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 virus is right here. Don't touch that part. You know, put it on that side. All right, when you pick it up, yeah. we got to wipe it. And make sure every li- like wiping things down is like it's insane. You know. But anyway, I'm in the store, so you're you're like punchy a little bit, and and everybody. All the things you just said are true, but I feel like everybody is super nice to one another because because yes. of all of that, you know. Agreed. But, but there's still this air of like stress in the whole thing where I feel like, and I think this is my own psychotic paranoia. Yeah, where I feel like, oh, uh, my kid's gonna get it and die if I don't handle the eggs properly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what's in my totally. head. Is that, do you get that too? I get that too. Like if I, I went to the gas station, I was wearing gloves. I had the whole setup, but I'm looking at, it, I was like, if I touch this thing to my, if my skin touches this gas handle yeah, in the slightest way, I could be responsible for spreading it in my house. That's, what, <laughs> that's why at work, the second they were like, if you don't want to come in, you don't have to come in. I took it because I was like, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I, I'm like, so-and-so is going to die. My coworker is going to be dead and, and they're going to test everybody and they're going to trace it right back to me and be like, Anthony killed so-and-so. And that's, right. you know, and I can't live with that. You know, I just, I can't, I can't live with that. That like eats at my brain. So I'm run, so it was two hours. I'm running around and, I, and I'm going. I, I did a couple of back and forths in the day. But anyway, all this stress, I'm wearing this heavy hoodie. I got this friggin' mask on, right? I'm starting to like kind of like sweat a little bit, starting to come all starting to kind of like, you know, get a little bit more, you know, messed up. I get to the the checkout and the kid looks at me like he he was he was a real trooper but he was like i can't believe like this cart is coming my way oh, again cat he goes like so i go to the checkout and right. i start unloading things and i say to the kid i go is this the biggest cart you've seen today and he looks at me like 
And first of all, he says the most insulting thing any kid can say to you, which is Mr. He goes, Mr. I'm like, damn it. When did I yeah. become a Mr.? He goes, Mr., this is the biggest cart I've seen all week. Because <laughs> you're a selfish bastard and you're hoarding. No, no. I'm like, oh. You have four God. people in your house. What are you going to do? And I'm buying for a couple of other people, too. And you're buying for the, yeah, a few, other, a few houses. Yeah. That's oh understandable. God. This is so funny. The, the, I just got a text. Oh, my God. All right, this is hysterical. Um. Anyway, so now I'm all. You're gonna tell us what the hysterical text is. I'm gonna. It's all tying in that. I can't believe that just happened. All right. So I didn't even read it, but I but I just read the first line. So anyway, so I go, and now I'm trying to. So I have a I have a little bit of a phobia of grocery stores to begin with. Like you can ask D. I never go at two. I got caught at a grocery store once at two thirty. It was the most mm-hmm. miserable to me. That's what hell is like. It's kids are out of school. Mom or dad has picked them up from school. They're miserable. They're tired. The kids are cranky. They want this or that. Everybody's fighting. So and so has to go back and get the thing. The price check. You're waiting online. There's four people behind you. Somebody's complaining. It's like sweaty. It's like it's like people are screaming. It's just it's too many people. It's too confined of an area. I never right. ever go to the grocery store in the middle of the day. So now I'm on and I'm trying to put like the things on the the belt and he's just piling them up on the other side of the conveyor belt. And now I'm kind of like, well, I got to bag them and, but I'm still not done. And I keep like bringing the card back and forth. Cause I'm like, maybe I'll start putting things in the card and I don't know. Oh, no, that's not going to work. I'm dying. Now I'm now uh, the flop sweat has like, I'm just fully uh, coming down. The mask. You look all, like patient zero. It's <laughs> I look like exactly. I look like patient zero. This guy definitely has it. And he's checking out in my lane. I can't even tell you. And now you, so you've seen the cart. I jammed <clears throat> everything in there. Once you put all those things into bags, you can't put them back. The same, they take up more space. You know what yeah. I mean? So now there's bags on top of bags on top of bags. And I'm just like, I pay the guy. I got my arm like over all the bags. I'm trying to get out of the, the store. And what is it about every single friggin' supermarket in America that there is this tight 90 degree angle turn? Not only that, but when you get to the door, yeah, it opens for you, but there's a huge speed bump you got to get over, and yeah. it shakes everything in the cart. And the shaking, what's with the rattly, shaky parts over <laughs> go, there? Go, 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 as you try to get out of the store. But I have like every one of them. I have like the speed bumps leading up to the gagung gagung. There's like little bumpy things leading up to that. I don't know why they want everything to break, and you got to rebuy it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so I'm doing that now, and more things are sliding. I'm grabbing the other things, and I'm trying to push the cart, and I hear somebody coming from behind me. And this is my worst nightmare because in my head, I'm the guy behind me going, look at this schmuck. Look at this idiot piece of garbage. Like, that's who I love yeah. to live to make fun of. And then when you're actually that person, it's, it's not just in your head, buddy. That, that happened. <laughs> so I get out of the store, and now I'm on the little incline going down, heading into the parking lot when one of the bags starts to go. This young lady, good Samaritan, comes out of nowhere 
and stops one of the bags from falling completely. And I go, oh my God, thank you. And I go to grab the bag. And now in my head, I'm thinking she's just giving me coronavirus, but she'd saved me. So I have to be nice. I go, thank you so much. She's wearing a mask. Nothing wrong with this lady whatsoever, but she's wearing the mask. In my head, I'm like, I just killed everybody I know because of this one little interaction. I grab the thing. I go, thank you so much. She goes, you're welcome. I'm like, oh, thank you. She looks at me and she goes, you're welcome, Anthony, anytime. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> if there was ever a time to get recognized, I'm sweaty. The friggin' masks half hanging off. <laughs> How the hell do they recognize you with the mask? I and don't the hoodie well, and the... look at look at my eyebrows. Yeah, I would get you. I couldn't get away with anything with these eyebrows. They're... Please, if 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 you're listening and you're that person, please comment and tell us that you, this is all true. I swear and to what God, what you thought of this schlub? I just got a text message from her. I swear to you. I just got a text message from her just now. How does she have your number? Over Instagram. Uh, uh, not, not Instagram. Uh, what is this? LinkedIn. I want to cover her name because I don't want to, but I can't cover it and show you. Uh, you don't have to show it. What, is, what does it say? Hey, Anthony, I ran into you yesterday outside of King Cullen. I was on the phone with my mom, but meant to ask you what happened with the EHM gig. <laughs> You uh, 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 thought something might have been up because I call a day, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I see. Hey, stay safe. Keep cuddles again. She's so nice. I guess she's in marketing. I, in my head, when I was replaying the story, she was in scrubs. I, I thought she was like a nurse or something. Rebecca is her name. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to answer her back. I swear to God, she just messaged me. That is timing. I want to like. Can I show I this? This is gonna work, but. All right. Yeah, I don't like blow up her. Like, I don't want, I don't know. I, this is right? highly technical instrumentation you're using. <laughs> A piece of tissue paper. Can you see? Because I feel like people are going to be like, he's lying. Hang on. Uh, no, go, go to your <laughs> right. There you go. Well, All right. Yeah, uh, we believe you. Well, we got her name. <laughs> uh, I got her name. You see? Look, yep, I, I ran into you yesterday outside the King Cullen. <laughs> yep. We all saw her name, so you might have to edit that. All right, I'll blur it a little bit. <laughs> oh, my God, that is so funny. Literally, this woman saw me at my absolute worst moment. And, and not only so, but not Wait, only. So we're seeing you at your best? Is that th what we're getting? It's as good as it gets, my man. This is as good as it gets. <laughs> but you know what it's like when you're just panicking and in your head, you're, I'm like, oh, my God, I got it. I'm bringing it home. And I'm just, you know, I'm thinking about all the things like that are going on and she's like hey no like, you definitely have it shut up man Tony. <laughs> no, no you don't because i was panicking to begin with because i was like when i did the, sh the shop the couple of weeks ago i'm like this is it this is my we're in for two weeks this is going to be the roughest two weeks we're going to be inside and safe and the fact that i had to go out i had to like i had to have a whole day to just like come to terms with that you know it's panic. It's it's stressed because you go out there and you don't know what you're going to run into, who you're going to run into. Everybody has the same thing on their, on their mind. You you trust that everybody is going to be normal and, and not sneeze in your face, but you don't know. And then like people go to you like, oh, you guys have nothing to worry about. Like you should have been in in Vietnam, and I would. I'm like, you're right. Like yeah. I I'm not a that man. Was, like, what do you want to do? Make me feel worse? Like my father, like my father served, like I'm sure you have family members. Like th those are real men. Like this is not. Yeah, but that's hardly our fault that we weren't in Vietnam. 
No, you're right. We weren't born yet, first of all. I, I, any war in general, like how, like, I've always yeah, had a... war sucks, but there are other bad things in the world. Yeah. Not everything has to be as bad as war. No, but I'm saying, like, I've always had respect for soldiers and those Absolutely. who serve for us. But I feel like during this, I've, I've found another level of respect for those people. I really, really have. For people at war, for soldiers. For soldiers, for law enforcement, for EMTs, you know, for... Anybody on the front lines of any conflict or catastrophe is the best people. That, I mean, those are our, those are our best yeah. examples of humanity. I mean, even reporters. Some guy said to me the other night on the, on the LNG show, he goes, um, this is when I was going in studio. He, yeah, what was that? When I was going in studio to LNG, somebody called in and he said, this guy said to me, he goes, this must be taking its toll on you. Um, and I was like, I was like, well, you know, perspective, it's worse for cops and doctors and nurses and people at the grocery store. I'm like, but sure. if I could be honest with you, yeah, like normal people can kind of tune it out, whereas I watch every single press conference and I have to read every single article because I got to know what's happening so that I can filter what I need to filter out and filter through to everybody who's listening on, you know, who's expecting to get some sort of information from me at night. So you read all this stuff and you see all these things and it is like, it takes its toll on you. It's a lot easier to be the stockbroker who's at home. Who's just like, I'm going to watch Netflix and play video games and not, and not look yeah, at you're clueless ignorance yeah. is bliss so if you don't know what's going on and you're just staying inside and hunkered down and yeah you're watching netflix whatever yeah you're much happier i'm sure ignorance is totally bliss in this situation so um you know and again i, I bring it up to to give kudos to like the reporters that are out there doing the work and the people who are on the air and doing their thing because they deserve some of the credit far less credit than the doctors and the nurses and the, and the, the cops and the firemen and all that stuff. But sure. There's still a little bit too going out and gathering that information. And, you know, again, like we, uh, we're on the Island here, we got news 12. These guys are doing shows from their basements and their kitchens and their garages. And, you know, yeah, they deserve a little bit of credit for, for going through all that stuff. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, they, they, they go through a lot of stuff and to be face to face with something like this. I, I can't even imagine. You had a hard out. You got a couple more minutes or how much time, how much more time do we got? I got a, a few minutes. You got a few minutes. This is a weird thing. Cause the, the death toll for this, like we said, is higher than nine 11, but I feel like this is less scarier because there are no images of this. Right. How like, do you mean? Like when we got hit with 9-11, almost instantaneously, we were reliving it. Like it happened. And then four seconds later, we were reliving it because there were replays and, you know. Well, yeah, because it was an it was a uh, an incident that happened. It was one day in public. But it kept, you know, we had to keep living that one tragedy every day every day every day this is being is being stretched out right but i feel like it's months. it's strange because it's by the numbers more 
catastrophic than 9-11 by the death numbers. But right. I think it's just harder to see as a, as a one thing. But, I mean? but, but I feel like you, you're right about that, but it's also we're being shielded from, from it, you know, because we, we can't see the people that are dying. Whereas in 9-11, we literally saw people falling from high floors. In this, you see just the numbers and that is it. You don't get to see yeah, the person. There's very little, yeah, there's very little uh, coverage of this only because of the, the distancing and the, they can't really get too close to everything. And I feel like, there's, you know, you're not allowed to put reporters in a hospital, you know, so or photographers. You know what I mean? So we is that can, for real? Is that the truth? Yeah, I don't think that they're allowed. You can't. They're not allowed. Hmm. You know, and that's where everything's going on. So I mean, there are images of the outside of hospitals where people are in lines and things like that. Right. The testing facilities. Right. So I mean, there's a little bit of that, but yeah, with nine eleven, it was everywhere, of course. And we could look. We were in spots where you could look out the window and see what was going on. You know, we were in Queens. Right. And you could look and see it. And and that was a crazy thing. Like, in Queens and, and all around the city and Westchester and Long Island, like, you felt it. Like, even though you didn't see, you know, even though there wasn't soot all over the floor, you saw, like, an empty town. You saw, like, people putting flags up and all this kinds of stuff. Whereas... This, although it's strange that everybody's home when you go out and there's not a lot of people on the road, this is so bizarre because all these terrible things are happening, but you kind of really wouldn't know it if you, you know, well, if they weren't yeah, telling us. It's not as violent as, yeah. as 9-11, and it wasn't as, it's not as sudden. 9-11 was sudden and violent and just a shock, yeah. a huge shock to the system. And this, while it is tragic, it's kind of stretched out, and it's just every day is just new information and new, new stuff being dribbled to us. Nine Eleven was just a sudden, just impact on our lives, on everybody's lives, and yeah, but it was I, out of nowhere. I wonder how. I wonder how much because, like, again, like we still feel the impacts of nine eleven to this day. Like, anytime you go to a sporting sure. event or you know you get on an airplane, you still feel it. Like, I wonder how our reaction is going to be to this because we don't have those sobering images or those things that kind of like snap, like horrible things happen all the time. And like the basic human response is, what is that? Where is that? Oh, it's on the other side of the world. Oh, okay. I wonder what's on TV. Like we just kind of brush right over it because it almost doesn't become real because it has no direct impact on us, you know, on like people right. individually. This is different. Yeah, this, this is different. This has direct it, impact on everyone. It does, but it's kind of like, okay, uh, her tornado rips up Nashville and kills a bunch of people. You're like, eh. But if you saw the same headline, like tornado rips up, you know, tornadoes down the block from you, you'd be like, oh my God, like it has that bigger. Sure. You know, when, it, when it threatens you personally, you it tends to stick out more in your mind. If someone gets robbed in California, I it sucks. But it it would be, it would impact me more if they were robbed next door. You know, yeah. of course, it just hits closer to home. This is hitting everyone because we're all affected by it. 
whether you know someone who has it, knew someone who has it, or you just have to stay home because of it, everybody's got some kind of interaction with this new lifestyle. But I still feel like there is a certain amount of people who are not taking the proper precautions or they're not, they're going to gloss over this quickly because of the lack of all those things that I was talking about, the images or the, the impacting them directly. Do you know what I mean? Like they're, they're not going to feel the severity of this because it lacks certain things that are required for it to have like an impact on you so that you change how you behave and act in society. But I think, I think I disagree only because it's a, it's a different kind of a reaction. Um, while it's not the exact same uh, play out as nine 11 was, this still has an impact because everybody's seeing it. You can't get away from this. You go on social media, you go on TV. This is all anybody's talking about. So I think, it's going to have an impact. It won't be as dramatic an impact as 9-11 because that was uh, sudden and out of nowhere and violent. This is a little more gradual, but it, it will still have a big impact. It'll be a different kind of impact and after effect, but it will still be there. I hope so. I, I think uh, I think even, you know, whatever the impact winds up being with people, I think it's still it's still just like a little bizarre uh, sure. in that we just can't, you know, we just can't really see. You know, we can't really see this like we can see the 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 horrible things of war or a terrorist attack or. You know, there's there's a there there are key. It sounds weird to say, but there are key images and videos and sound attached to every sort of tragedy that burn in That's your true. mind. And there's not really one for this. I feel like the thing for this is Tiger King and wood, and that's yeah. not. Do you think there should be? I think yeah. I think this might be weird and disgusting and perverse to say. But I think it's human nature and instinct that you kind of need, you need those things. You need to marry those things to these moments. One thing I saw that was, that's sticking with me is if you watch John Oliver, mm. he showed a clip. I, I believe it was on his show. Again, it's one of those things I can't remember where I saw it, but I did see it. It was either on his show or on the news or something. He showed a huge refrigerated truck oh. just backed up to a hospital. Yeah. And it was like an 18-wheeler. That, see, that's so... But again, it like... Was, it's terrible. Why isn't that image everywhere? It's, isn't, it, isn't it weird? Like, that image isn't... Like, how did I not see... And I, I've seen the John Oliver coronavirus thing. I haven't watched it yet, so maybe I just haven't caught up with it yet. But I feel like... The day that they built that makeshift tent outside of Bellevue that was going to be the, the, the temporary morgue, that kind of was everywhere that day, you know? And that was one of those things that everybody was like, oh, this is serious. Like, I, I feel like it calmed down some of the non-believers, 
And even some of the believers, it kind of got them into that holy crowd. Like, we got to really be vigilant here. You know, that kind of a mode. Um, but that kind of came and went. Like, I feel like what you just described should be tearing its way through social media. And it's not. And I just wonder True. why that is. Because even in the limitations of social media back on 9-11, you know, I think it was more email vi virality back then but you were getting an email every five seconds back then with some sort of 9-11 tie into it you know what i mean like it's just it's, it's I, I think a couple of reasons one this isn't over yet yeah um two when 9-11 happened it was a lot was i feel like all i saw was the tv it was on tv every all the time with this it's on TV all the time, but what we're seeing is press conferences. That's like, there's no, like with, with 9-11, there was the towers. But they're fantastic Bernie. press conferences, Frank, and they're highly rated. Oh. I don't know if you've heard well, of that. Of course, the highest ratings ever, and that's important now. All right, before we let you go, because um, I know you got to run, and this has been a good full podcast, explain, explain that. Why is that happening? Well, that, um, <laughs> if you look behind my, my shoulder here. Are you channeling shoulder, Are you channeling that? Is that what you're trying to do to us here? I, I'm not. It's not. It's, believe it or not, it does not have to do with, with that. Because um, that's what it looks yesterday, like. It does look like that. It does. But uh, yesterday we had a, uh, there was a birthday on our block. One of the... Uh, children on our block uh, it was her like sixth or seventh birthday or something and we blew up balloons and all the neighbors came out of their house we were That's all standing nice. in front of our house we yelled happy birthday cars were passing up and down the block honking their horns and it was like a 20 minute birthday thing outside so that was that's nice god that it sucked yeah. this sucks for kids doesn't it like especially six like she was so happy though it, it was a such a it was a nice moment you know, everybody was we were all were yelling happy birthday and she was out there with her family and it was very nice yeah yeah well we had one of those too and it was kind of and then they had one uh up the block there was an uh one of the older ladies she had a birthday so a bunch of people came that we didn't know and all the neighbors came out and we we, you know, yeah. we were kind of clapping along. But for a kid, that's tough. Like, it's usually for a kid, you get like, a good, like, three-hour party. Now you got this 20-minute thing, and then it's it's kind of yeah. done. It sucks. I'm sure after it's over, though, there'll be makeup parties and yeah. things like but that. But the kids can't understand. I had this moment with my kids last night where I almost cried. My son, we were putting him to bed last night, and we were, we were like, reading books, and he saw that one of the books had animals. He was like, oh, the zoo. He's like, oh, maybe tomorrow we can go to the zoo. And we had to be like, no, the zoo is closed, buddy. But and he you know, gave, it's good though. Show them, show them. There are some zoos that are letting the animals kind of interact and walk around. Did you see that? No. The penguins are walking through like the aquarium. Oh, I did see that. Looking at the other animals. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Tell them that the, the zoo right now is open just to the animals. You know, that's to good. play it up like the animals are taking part in the zoo for now, and then we'll go back when they're done. That's how I felt looking at that penguin clip. They were like walking around like this is so much better without the friggin' humans. Like, yeah, yeah, they were enjoying themselves. They were loving it. But my my son, he was like, we when we told him the zoo was closed, he was like, the zoo is closed. Like he was even like, <laughs> you got to be 
kidding me? The zoo? Like, and we were like, yeah. And D was like, oh, the animals are on vacation. He's like, but it's closed. And we were like, yeah. And he kind of looked at yeah, us like, I, do. I can't believe this is happening. Like how, like this is, it was the worst news we could have given him, you know? Yeah. But I feel like he'll, in a few years, it won't be as bad. He'll, he'll remember this as a thing that happened uh, and it won't be that dramatic of an impact for him. Yeah. Let's hope not. Dramatic for me, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for all of us that know the consequences of all this, yeah, it's true. And by the way, before I, before I get abused, it's like nothing I can't handle. It's not like I died going to the store. I made it through. I'm fine. Uh, it was yeah, an, no, but it's it's it was an embarrassing an moment. Adventure. But it, it was an ordeal. Like it was like a little yeah. bit of an ordeal. You know, you get through it, but it's like you know. I, I don't know. It's like a thing. Oh, you know, I don't know. Something you got to go through now. Yeah, it is. It's it's like, you know, we're all surviving. We're all making it. We're all going to come through this fine. But still, it's like, you know, it is still a, a bit of a it's a it's a bit of a to do before I get abused by everybody. All right. Um, we'll leave it there. Saturday night. Ice cream, social distancing, alcohol consumed. Also, uh, make sure you guys are watching us live. We'll be on YouTube and Facebook technology permitting. And uh, Frank and I are working on some stuff to talk about and some things to, you know, partake in and uh, some fun things. But uh, overall, big theme is have some ice cream with you, have some booze with you. And if you don't have either of those two things, pie. Just works. hang. Do you mean Laverne's pie tires fix also? Yes. Do you mean yes. Laverne's pie tires fix also? All right. So that works. Pie. Brownies, whatever. Tires. Tires fixed also. We come on by, watch for a little while, have a good time. And we'll have some laughs together on a, on a quarantine Saturday night. Saturday night, 8 o'clock. There's an event uh, on our Facebook page, which you can get to from anthonyonair.com. So click on that if you're interested. Click interested. It will remind you on Facebook on Saturday nights so that you don't forget to tune in. So it's important that you click that you're interested or that you're going um, because you're literally not going anywhere. You're just going to be watching from your own couch or whatever. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. I expect everybody to be there because there's nothing else going on. And by the way, we picked 8 o'clock because of the 8 o'clock shot group we were doing it with, but we feel like we can, we can get in a show at an hour, hour and a half, two hours the most, um, and you'll still have plenty of time to stream something or, you know, watch whatever you want to watch with, you know. Your significant sure. other or whatever. All right. Thank you, Frankie C. Anytime, buddy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.